0: It's Marque from the Markay Show. You hear me every weekday morning from 10 a.m. to noon on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's news and talk. First of all, thanks for listening to the Markay Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative.
1: You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Markay Show.
0: First hour of the Mark K show starts now. I just heard they found more votes for Al Gore. <laughs> oh no. Oh no, Florida Florida is going to flip back. Florida is going to flip back to uh, Al Gore and we're going to have we're going to it's going we're going to have to redo 2000 to 2008 all over again. What's up everybody? This is the Mark show. My name's Mark K. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. 855-765-1045 is our number. No, they found votes in Georgia and I'll tell you Twitter the people on Twitter now you don't it, you don't have to be intelligent to be a Twitter troll you do, you really don't you do not have to have any modicum of intelligence to be a Twitter troll whatsoever these people i i mean it's i almost don't want to spend as much time on i get really I get really torn with Twitter because I spend I find a lot of enjoyment going through and and, you know, and trolling the trolls. I like to I like to, you know, uh, uh, fix people's uh, uh, punctuation. For example, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, her punctuation's awful. <laughs> you know, I like to go and argue facts with people, you know, say, hey, you know, you think these are facts, but really those aren't. Those are fallacies. Let me explain the difference. And it, it, it eats up a lot of my time that I'm sure would be better spent working on this show or hanging out with my kids or just slamming my head against a brick wall. But I, I get wrapped in, I get sucked in. And one of the things that happened was uh, with this Georgia recount, they found votes in Georgia during this hand recount. They found, what, 2,600 uncounted vo- votes in Floyd County, Georgia, which is a rural county. So you would expect, you know, hey, maybe, maybe, this, uh, they, whatever. So of these, listen, of these 2,600 votes, okay, of the 2,600 votes, about 1,800 of them were for Donald Trump. And uh, the remainder were for Joe Jorgensen and Joe Biden, whatever. What happened was Donald Trump got an excess of 800 votes. So after they found these twenty six hundred votes and they counted them, Joe Biden got some. Donald Trump got some more. Joe Jorgensen got some. And then Donald Trump was in the plus column by 800 votes. The people on Twitter didn't understand that. They thought that Donald Trump got 800 votes. So they were laughing and hemming and hawing, going, look at this. Donald Trump, what an idiot. He demands a recount in Georgia. They find 2,600 votes. He only gets 800. So that means Joe, Joe Biden gets another 1,800 more. Ha, 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 ha. But that's not the case whatsoever. They didn't obviously read the story or they didn't understand it or they just suck at math. Uh, I mean, I guess being a Twitter troll, do you need, do you need a GED or a high school diploma? I don't even know. I don't know what the prerequisites are. I think you just need a cell phone. Um, and they, they pretty much give those to any, you don't even need a credit check anymore to get a cell phone. So in Floyd County, Georgia, they found 2,600 votes and it was a net gain of 800 for Donald Trump. Now, that's not even the big story. The big story is that, well, if they found 2,600 votes in a small county like Floyd, What are they going to find in all the other counties in Georgia, the big ones, too, like DeKalb County? How many votes are floating around there for Donald Trump? What's the net gain going to be after that kind of recount? Plus, in Georgia, there's a big problem with them not allowing these, these people who are doing the recounts to look at the signatures, which is the whole point. The whole point was to get signature verification on a lot of these questionable votes. That's why you do the hand canvas. That's why you do the hand recount. But, hey, in Georgia, you know, it's too close. It's way too close. We don't necessarily we don't want this to swing the other way. So we're still going to try to do whatever it is we can. It's on a Project Veritas video. One guy was like, I'm watching these people count. And what happens is the one lady says Biden hands it to another lady who's supposed to verify. Yes, this is for Biden. And then put it in the Biden pile. And then they look at the next one and go, Trump. And then they hand it to the next lady, and the next lady verifies it because you need you know that that two-factor authentication. Like when you sign into a website and it goes, we're texting you a code, please enter your code. Two, it's two-step verification. It's very common. And so then the second lady goes, yes, this is a Trump vote, puts it in the Trump pile. Well, what's happening in Georgia is with these recounts, the first lady is saying, Biden, handing it to the second lady, doesn't look at it, puts it right in the Biden pile. Another table right down the road, Project Veritas uncovered this. A guy in there is watching these votes, and the one lady says, Biden, hands it to the next lady. The lady goes, no, no, this is Trump. And then they have to re She goes, I'm sorry, it's Trump. That happened three times in one minute. Three times in one minute, this lady just goes, Biden, hands the vote over, and luckily the second person caught it. But how many of those votes are just going through unchecked? It's almost like the hand count is worse than the computer count. That we did before. I don't know what's going on with Georgia. You know, I've been to Georgia several times, a lovely state. Lovely people there. You know, there's great there's great places to go camping. You've got Savannah, which is gorgeous. And, you know, there's some positive things about Atlanta, uh, mostly the suburbs. And, you know, it, it's, a, it's a beautiful place. But for some reason, man, this election is all – you've got the Secretary of State at odds with the Republican Party. You've got Brian Kemp. I don't know what Governor Kemp's doing. He's just tweeting out about baseball players who have who've re-signed their deals. He needs to get on the ball, too, because a lot is at stake. In this Georgia election, if the Georgia political system and election operation is bastardized, well, everyone in Georgia has got a problem, the governor included. If my job, if my job was contingent on a system like like what's going on here, like an election, if I had to make sure that people who wanted me to continue to do my job every four years had to go in there and cast a ballot. And if I had to make sure that every one of those ballots for me was counted for me and not somehow counted for my opponent, I would be in there going, yo, what is going on here? Let's make sure this is working. What's that machine do? What are you doing? Why are you eating a sandwich? Everybody, back to work. I want to check every single vote myself because I need to. I need to check the veracity of this because my livelihood is on the line here. This is my job. That's up for so few people. So few people in this country have their jobs decided. By an election. I mean, most of us, you go in for an interview, you schmooze, you lie on your resume. Maybe you bring some cookies, whatever. You dress up nicer than you ever. I mean, you you never dress as nice as you do for the job um, than you do for the interview. And you're sitting there going, "Wow, this is this is a crazy thing. These people that are getting elected." Don't you think they would want their elections to be the most secure and stable? Don't you think the governor should be in there saying, "Wow, this election really needs to be the the most the most, you know, honest election it can possibly be." I sure would, you know. And and, and everyone we've got another election in Georgia. That's the biggest issue. There's still another very important election in Georgia coming up. And and you've got mail-in ballots already going out. Do we know who they're going out to? Is somebody watching them? Is somebody making sure they get delivered when they come back? Are we going to be watching them to make sure that they don't get thrown in trash cans again? What about when they're counting those mail-in ballots? What about when they're counting the early votes? Do we have people in place that are going to go in there? Or is this going to be all, are we going to have to have a recount of the recall – because of these election disparities in Georgia. We won't even talk about what's going on in Nevada. You know, in Nevada, they throw out an entire county commissioner election because 150,000 votes had irregularities. 150,000 votes had irregularities. They threw out that election. They're having an all-new election. They have to redo the entire election for county commissioner, clerk, district seat. I don't know one of those offices, you never know what they really do, but it's right there. You always have to vote for it. You're like, I don't know what this person even does, but... All right, I I dated a girl named Petunia in high school, so I'll just vote for her. So this is what's happening. And Donald Trump's tweeting out, hey, uh, those are the same ballots that had the presidential election on it. If there's discrepancies in those county commissioner, clerk, county C, district office two elections, don't you think there might be some irregularities in the presidential election? Rest assured, that'll end up in court. However, you know what Nevada did? This is the craziest thing to me. Nevada yesterday, except for that... County Commissioner District C election that they're redoing, certified their election results. Certified their election results. Do you remember how stinking long it took Nevada to count their ballots? Nevada was counting these things for days. Nevada counted these. They said, well, we're going to have another results uh, on Thursday, maybe Friday morning. We'll probably be done by Sunday. Oh, except that's the Lord's Day, so... We'll go up Monday. They have the all you can eat buffet at Caesars Palace. So probably by next Tuesday, a week after the election, we'll have all over. They took the longest of any state to count their ballots. And yet they're one of the first to certify the election results. Does that not smell a little fishy to anybody else? They take their sweet time counting these things to make sure every vote is counted because this election is so important and we have to have an honest and free and fair count of all the ballots. And then all of a sudden, boom, they're certifying them like the next day. That seems suspect, like quick certifying before anyone can question our methods. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. There's so much going on. And they're right, man. This thing is not over. This is going to go on. It's going to drag tooth and nail till the end. There's a huge court case in Pennsylvania today. The Trump attorneys are going in there to argue their case. The judge already showing animus toward the Trump campaign lawyers by not granting an extension when they asked for it. And so this, I believe, is headed to the Supreme Court. If this gets thrown out or rejected or overturned or whatever, the next stop is going to be Washington, D.C. The next stop is going to be those nine justices, six of whom hopefully know what's up. And they're going to have to start stepping in and deciding the votes because the problem you have with places like Pennsylvania is, well, if the state's run by Democrats and Pennsylvania and Philadelphia is run by Democrats and Pittsburgh is run by Democrats and these people are crooked and these people are in the pocket of the Democratic Party and they want to punish Donald Trump because they hate the guy so much, then don't you think the judges are probably in the same boat? Don't you think the judges that these people have put in place and these people have, you know, have been, they've all been scratching each other's backs for decades? Don't you think the judges are going to be exactly as as corrupt and as dishonest as everyone else in that state? And they're going to have it in for Donald Trump and his campaign just as much as every other Democrat who plastered a piece of paper over a, a window so that the poll watchers couldn't get in and watch? Of course they are. There's no way this is going to get a fair hearing in the state of Pennsylvania. This has to go to the Supreme Court because it's the only place where you're going to get an honest ruling on what votes are legal, what votes aren't, and that's really what this election debate is all about eight five five seven six five one oh four five We have to break already. I'm so sorry, but when we get back, man, CNN said something yesterday couldn't believe it. jaw dropped still have a big bruise on my chin from where my jaw hit the floor, uh, something I've, I've never thought I'd hear on CNN. Plus, Joe Biden calling for unity. Don't buy it. The last thing that guy wants is unity, and we've got proof. All that, plus it's mail time today. This is the Marque Show. We'll be right back. This is the Mark Show. 855-765-1045, 855-765-1045. Real quick, before we get to how Joe Biden doesn't want to be unified with you or anyone else, let's talk to Alexis in Wisconsin. Hi, Alexis. How are you?
1: Hi, Mark. Um, I just wanted to say thank you for your awesome show and. Uh you, do, I, you guys do a really, really good job. I really love listening to you. I actually oh.
0: got my husband hooked on it. Oh, wow. <laughs> Alexis, thanks so much. We appreciate that. Uh, we appreciate you and you roping your husband into our little, uh, our little thing here, too. That's awesome. Uh, where in Wisconsin are you?
1: Sheboygan. It's about an hour north of Milwaukee.
0: Yeah, sure. I love Sheboygan. It's, uh, that always reminds me of Home <laughs> Alone. The, yeah. K- the Kenosha yeah, Kickers. Yeah. Uh, well, yep, listen, yep. Alexis, thanks so much for calling. We really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for doing your show. And um, one question before I go. Absolutely. Um, yeah I'm just curious. If the election does end up going to Trump, what do you think the reaction is going to be from the left? Because, I mean, they've kind of gotten this high that hey, Biden won, you know, celebrating all this stuff. And I think it's really
0: going to de- devastate them. Um, if the election d- goes to Trump or when it goes to Trump, whichever mindset you want to take. Uh, th- it's a great question, Alexis. Do you remember what happened at the Million MAGA March this weekend in Washington, D.C.? How even though everybody's calling Joe Biden victorious, everybody's calling Joe Biden president-elect, Antifa still attacked innocent Trump supporters who were just marching uh, in, you know, out of respect for the president. And because they felt that this was an illegitimate election, you remember that? Yeah, I think you're going to see that times one bajillion. <laughs> I mean, if you want, if you want to see a civil war, and that's a great question because there's been a lot of talk about civil war. You know, the Civil War and everyone thought, everyone thought the Civil War was going to be black versus white after George Floyd and Black Lives Matter. Uh, everyone thought it was going to be capitalist versus socialist, or at least that's what I thought. And, and basically I think that's what's going to happen. You're going to see this election, you're going to see Pennsylvania come back, maybe, maybe Nevada or Arizona could potentially come back. That's probably likely Georgia could go to Donald Trump, whatever. It could end up where it's, you know, um, what Alan Dershowitz said, the whole plan here is to get 269 And 269. And if they both have 269 electoral votes, it goes to the U.S. House of Representatives, which would hand Donald Trump the victory. And what happens then? You're right. Everybody on the left who's celebrating prematurely, everybody on the left who's running around screaming, ding dong, the witch is dead. Everybody who's out there saying Donald Trump should be buried in a Nazi cemetery with a swastika for his tombstone is going to lose their you know what. And if you think the violence was bad after what happened in 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 uh, with George Floyd, if you thought the violence was bad in Portland, if you thought taking over 6 city blocks in Seattle and calling it an autonomous zone was bad, just wait because it, you ain't seen nothing yet. The civil war will happen when people realize that Joe Biden tried to steal this election and Donald Trump was able to steal it back. That's what's really going to divide Everybody, And, you know, and that, something about that, if you think about that, is really troubling about the state of America. And I'll tell you all about it here in just a minute. We've got to take another quick break. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045. All I'm saying is i got lots of ammo. I hope you do. Uh, a quick break. It's the Mark Kay Show. We'll be right back after this. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Marquee Show. This is the Mark K Show.
1: I just have to say, as a proud American, I am so disgusted by the media. I'm disgusted by both sides, both parties, both supporters. We need to do better. We can stand up for America. We can stand up for our differences, but stop all
0: of the violence now Uh, i'll tell you i mean the violence is not uh that's not a two-party system violence is a one-party system violence is is the left the the right we're not violent people You know, sure, we like to put flags on our trucks and drive around and, you know, march in the streets and yell four more years and lock her up. But, you know, when it comes to wrapping your face in black cloths and punching people arbitrarily and and throwing fireworks into crowded restaurants of of Trump supporters, that's owned by the left. There is no there is no two party system on violence in the United States of America. There's a violence is a one party uh, system. It's all the Democrats. The Republicans don't resort to that kind of that kind of terrorism. You know, we go to court. We do what you're supposed to do. We've we're familiar with the Constitution. And maybe that's the problem. Again, I think I say it all goes back to the public schools. Are they teaching the Constitution? Are they teaching basic civics? Because even my kids know, even my kids know, hey, if you've got a problem, you go to court. And it's not just because they hear Morgan and Morgan commercials every five seconds. It's because they learn how this system works. If you have a problem, there are ways to get it remedied. Uh, you know, elections, voting, very important. Elections have consequences. You know, and you need to really read between the lines and don't trust everything you see on TV unless it's my show on Newsmax at 530 p.m. on Saturdays. Uh, Don't trust everything you read on the Internet unless you're reading it again on my Twitter feed or my Facebook page. Don't trust even everyone you hear on the radio unless, of course, that person sounds a lot like me and they're on between 10 and noon Eastern time. But these are all important things. If you don't learn these things in high school or, or, or college even or anywhere from your parents, then you just kind of lash out. And when you don't get your way, you kind of go out there, you just explode with anger. And you find other people who explode with anger. But just rest assured that, sure, we all have our differences, and we can celebrate our differences, and we can try to live together with our differences. But this violence, it's not on both sides. It's one-sided. Uh, speaking of which, Doc is on the phone. Hi, Doc. How are you doing? Thanks for calling the Markay Show.
1: Hey Mark, I tell you what, you are so on point. Uh I was one of the speakers in Washington DC. Yeah. My message my message was we got this. G O D. We got this.
0: Oh, I like that. And we got this. I like it, it. Yeah, we
1: got this. And I tell you the crowd was, was it was awesome. I got videos to prove it. But one thing that happened, speaking of violence, they were doing everything to get us to start the fight, throwing fireworks and but one of their Antifa guys. He went to use the bathroom or something like that and got trapped on our side because the police wouldn't let him go back on his side. And I was wondering why people were kind of shifting because one yeah. guy said, look at this dude, he looks weird. Well, he was dressed up like uh, Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. And you in the video, I shot a video. You can see the fear in his eyes because he thought he was going to get murdered. And our side started you know, mocking him, but sure. he was getting loud and rowdy. I walked him up to the police gate, and they were like, "No," I was like, "No, he's getting ready to get killed over here. Yeah. Let this guy over. We're not gonna be like them." And so one fat guy was like, "You're not a, you're not a, you know, you're not a patriot." I said, "No, I am. We don't act like this. We're not like them." And so the police had to let him go on the other side. But that guy saw that we're not like them. It was so so amazing. The crowd was out there, and and I tell you, one thing that was sneaky—they were passing out Trump masks. And I looked in the lady's eyes and she her eyes were dark. Don't put on anything that you don't know who where they came from. Yeah. I mean, this you know, it was a mask. She could have had something in there. And then yeah. then you come back with some kind of virus. But my message was Stop the steal! We got this, and the pedophile is not my president. Thank Doc, you so much,
0: Doc. Doc, thanks so much, man, and thanks for going up there and being uh, and giving us that. I, listen, and he's right about that too. There is with these Antifa people, these these terrorists, these these you know rejected elite school kids who have nothing better to do but you know run around beating up people. They're trained to prey on the weak. You know, and that that's that's the difference, too. They'll, when you when you watch the videos, you see what they do. They will also like five of them will surround one old trucker and pull him out of his truck and beat him up as long as there's no one else around. They'll attack one woman pushing a stroller with a baby in it because that's an easy target. An old guy on a bicycle. This is who they lash out at. Rarely will you ever see a group of Antifa squaring off against the same number of of big, burly, tattooed Trump supporters in an even-steven fight to the death. You will not see that That when they they get outnumbered or even when they get numbered. To Antifa, a fair fight is not a fair fight. To Antifa, if it's 10 versus 10, they want no part of it. If it's 10 versus 2... Okay, now you're talking. That's how they're trained. That's how they're taught. Again, it's a terrorist organization and terrorism. Terrorism is not. I mean, it's not a way to win. They're not looking to win anything. They want you to be afraid. That's how terrorists act. That's why terrorists will get on one plane and, and blow it up or fly it into a building. Terrorists want everybody to be afraid to get on planes. They want you to be afraid to go about your life. That's why Antifa goes to these rallies and these protests. That's why they they beat up one person with a MAGA hat because they don't want you wearing the MAGA. They want you to be afraid to wear that MAGA hat in public. They don't they they don't want a million MAGA march. They want a zero MAGA march. So if they find a couple MAGAs off to the side late at night and start kicking them and throwing fireworks in their face and. I don't know, spinning on them, doing whatever hopefully that news gets to the rest of the MAGA world and they stop going to these rallies. They stop marching. They stop wearing the clothes. Doesn't work that way because we don't negotiate with terrorists and we're Americans. We're not afraid. But rest assured, unity is not what these people are after. And it's not going to be ever. And Joe Biden, should he, God forbid, become the president of the United States? He'll call for unity, but he doesn't want it. He's never wanted it. None of the Democrats want unity. They want democratic control. They want the Democrats to rule the world, not just America, not just Georgia, but the entire world. They want to band with their their new world order leaders from everywhere, from Canada and from from Germany and from Europe. And they want to have this great reset that they keep talking about, where they control you and your livelihood and your finances and your job and your family. They want to control your life. That's what, that's what they're looking for. They they don't want to be unified at all. They don't want to be dignified. And we have John, Joe Biden, as much as he talks a big game, this is from a couple years ago. He was at a campaign rally. And this woman starts yelling and screaming about how she believes Donald Trump's illegitimate. And Joe Biden's standing there listening to her. Listen to this woman, what she says. He's an illegitimate president in my mind.
1: That's it. I, I think all the talk about impeachment and what the Democrats should do. That's
0: fine. And Pete, listen, this woman's like, look, Donald Trump is illegitimate because that election was illegitimate. Putin rigged that election. That was a rigged, unfair election. Illegitimate. He's not my president. And all this talk about impeachment and what the Democrats want to do, that is all fine. That is all 100 percent fine. And she goes on.
1: Let them investigate. Let them subpoena. Let them go to the Supreme Court. He's illegitimate.
0: This is exactly, by the way, what the Republicans are saying now and the Democrats are saying, oh, sore losers. We need unity, blah, blah, blah. Let them investigate. Let them go to the courts. Let them go to the Supreme Court. That's fine. That's fine if you're a Democrat and Donald Trump's the president, but if you have an election where you have, wow, a lot of actual instances documented, sworn affidavits of instances of voter fraud in several key swing states. Well then all of a sudden you just you're just you're just being a baby. You're being you're being White House Karen. You need to get out there and let Joe Biden take over because you lost and he won fair and square. Trust me, the Democrats have never won anything fair and square and she continues to and joe biden is standing there listening to this woman say all these things like this
1: and my biggest fear is that he's going to do it again with the help of Vlad, his best pal and we're going to be stuck for six more years of this guy and that is terrifying
0: it's terrifying it's terrifying she is terrified at the thought of donald trump being president for six more years this was obviously two years ago and she thinks that this is the irony the Democrats were convinced that Donald Trump rigged the election in 2016, and the Democrats were convinced he was going to rig it again in 2020. And clearly, the fact that Joe Biden came ahead in the electoral vote, uh, as, as declared by the media last Saturday, clearly, doesn't that exonerate Donald Trump from rigging the election? Because if Donald Trump rigged the election, wouldn't he have won? If Russia colluded with Donald Trump to rig the election, just like they did in 2016, wouldn't he have won? Clearly, none of the elections were rigged because they didn't have the outcome that this woman was petrified about. If Donald Trump won this election, everyone would have blamed Vladimir Putin again. And we know it because Joe Biden stood there and listened to this woman say these things and listened to this woman say, go to the Supreme Court, fight it. He's illegitimate. Vladimir Putin's behind this. It was rigged. And do you know what Joe Biden says to this woman? Does Joe Biden say, "No, no, you're overreacting. The election was fair. We have the most secure election system in the entire world. This election was not fraudulent. Go. There's no fraud. There's no widespread fraud in this election. This is the most fair election we've had in history." Is that what he said to the woman? No, he said this. Fine. Would you be my vice president for candidate <laughs> <laughs> Folks, look, I absolutely agree. I absolutely agree. I absolutely agree that Donald Trump's illegitimate, that the election was rigged by the Russians, that we should go to the Supreme Court, that we should fight this tooth and nail. I I 100 percent impeachment here. Here, let's do it. I 100 percent agree with that. Fast forward to today and all of a sudden, folks, this election was the most fair and lawful election in history. There was no fraud and this whole talk of going to the supreme court it's ridiculous it's, it's 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 a it's a fat turtle flailing in the sun that's what it is folks this is i'm your president elect and together we are going to be unified unified i'm telling you it's flip-flopped it's it's exactly flip-flopped and no republican no after hearing this after hearing what's been going on for the last 4 years after seeing what's going on with this election fraud no republican should stand by Geraldo Rivera. No Republican should stand by Mitt Romney. No Republican should stand by and say, hey, it's over. Donald Trump stop fighting. Just exit the White House peacefully because, you know, it just come back, regroup in four more years. We need to be unified and dignified. Forget that. Show me one Democrat who's in the, in the last four years since Donald Trump was elected, been dignified or unified with the Republican Party. If anything, it's time to to Democrat this Republican Party and give them a taste of their own medicine. 855 765 Got to take a quick break. More of the Markay Show coming up. Stay tuned. How much
1: fraud is acceptable? 1%, 2%, 3%, 5%? You know, I'm just asking because apparently fraud seems to be okay.
0: And and that's what they're saying in Nevada. They're saying, look, we're going to reject this county clerk district court C race because the 150,000 ballots we had had way too many discrepancies. But we're going to certify the presidential race, which was on the same ballot, because that one's okay. How is that? I don't understand. I would feel like a ballot would be bad either way yet they certified every single race except for that one and then there's There's going to be a revote. Now, I don't know legally what the ramifications are, but I assume since Donald Trump's so excited about it, somebody's filing a lawsuit there um, right this second to have the presidential race or at least those 150,000 ballots also thrown out. Because it seems to me like if a ballot's compromised for one race, it would be compromised for all of them. Doesn't that seem like, you know, if, if there's precedent to throw out these ballots because they were compromised, it seems to me like you've now created precedent to throw out the ballots for every single race. And I think, again, I'm no lawyer. No, I did. I got waitlisted to law school and I decided to go into radio instead. So I don't know what I'm talking about. But just the from the what little I know about the appeals process and and precedent setting, that kind of thing, I feel that this Nevada uh, race that they're rerunning now sets a precedent for anyone else who appeared on those ballots to contest the, the validity of those ballots. That's probably the legal argument that they're going to go with. We shall see. What we're really focused on today is Pennsylvania, because that's going to be the big win or the big loss for the Trump campaign. And that's going to get them one step closer to or farther away from the Supreme Court. 855-765-1045. Real quick, uh, before we dive into the next segment about CNN, let's talk to Drew in North Carolina. Hi, Drew. How are you? Hey, Mark. How's it been, man? Oh, doing great. Doing great, man. What do you want to say, Drew? Two things really quick. I'm in North Carolina, obviously. And everybody's focused on the presidential election and all these other states. Sure. But my state is blood red down to the town dog catcher. But somehow they want you to swallow the poison pill that we somehow voted Cooper back in. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's up with that? One. Yeah. Two would be that March. Um,
1: I want everybody to feel really good about that. Go look up Will Johnson at United America first. And he's got video of that night marching through the streets. Mm-hmm. We took those streets back. I mean, all you guys saw was the violent part of them beating us up. We didn't beat anybody up, but
0: we took those streets back. I mean, like everywhere. Yeah. And they were, when we were, like, to the point where we were yelling, like, stuff like,
1: whose streets are streets? <laughs>
0: so I was like, okay. Uh, i like, Wow. I wow. Mean, yeah. Man, the media is never, never going to show you that. The media is so never like, going to show you anything. In fact, Drew... I Listen, first of all, I appreciate you calling and sharing that. And that is something we all need to come to the grid. There's one thing we need to realize. The media is never going to show you anything that you need to see if you are a Republican or a conservative or a Trump supporter. The media is they're going to actively hide information that you want from you, especially if it portrays you or your president in a positive light. In fact, something happened on CNN yesterday, which I still can't believe which proves, proves my exact point. And we'll get to that here in just a minute. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. 765 A quick break. Traffic weather news. More of the Marquee Show is next. Stay tuned. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative.
1: You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the k
0: Show. This is... Is the Mark K show? Hey Joe here. There's a coronavirus here. We're all gonna die. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. If that, uh, I don't know if that's true or not. Now listen. Uh, the- it's so interesting to me to see what they're reporting on the news and then what's happening in real. And this is this is the thing. The news is it's it's really become almost comical. It's really become almost comical. And uh, I have some examples here from CNN in just a minute. But what they tell you on the news about the coronavirus and about your Thanksgiving plans and Christmas and what you shouldn't shouldn't do, uh, how you know you're going to In fact, there was one article. I forget who it was. Somebody literally likened going to your parents' house for Thanksgiving um, without a mask to bringing a loaded gun and pointing it at your grandma's head. It was it was really some bizarre comparison like that. I have to find that. That is ludicrous. It, but This is what's happening. And, you know, and, and wherever... there, Everyone in the media tries to justify what the left is doing because the left is doing these unjustifiable things. But if somebody sees it on TV, or if somebody reads about it in the newspaper, then all of a sudden people think, hey, I saw it on TV. I read about it in the newspaper. Surely it's the truth. Well, that used to work 20, 30 years ago. Nowadays, it doesn't. And yesterday on CNN... Talking about the coronavirus. So, Jake Tapper, who some days he's the worst person in the world. Some days I feel like he's a closet conservative. This guy, do you want to talk about bipolar? Here's a guy who will go on Twitter and say, let's make a list of. Of everybody who supported Donald Trump and worked in the Trump administration and was pro-Trump on media, let's make a list of them so that they never get jobs in this industry again. Because eventually, you're going to have to go sit down in front of an employer and justify your part in the Trump administration uh, to somebody who's, who's going to pay you for your services. And that's going to be a tough thing to do. So Jake Tapper, but then he gets on and he says, really, he'll, he'll attack somebody who you think, he, like Nancy Pelosi or somebody else. So yesterday on CNN, he had one of those really pro Trump moments. Listen to him talking to Dr. Sanjay Gupta about Project Warp Speed and the Moderna virus vaccine or the Moderna vaccine for the coronavirus that was just released or that was just announced to be 95 percent effective. Listen to this. This is an unmitigated success. and, And we should acknowledge that. Uh, the Moderna vaccine was done with funds from Operation Warp Speed, and the Pfizer one, uh, has funding when it comes to the distribution and manufacture. And I just think it's important, uh, that people working so hard, Monsef Slawi and the others, uh, get credit yeah. for this, and President Trump was the Definitely. one who okayed it. Listen, I want, I, this is CNN. Listen, he's talking about President Trump's Project Warp Speed. He's talking about the vi- the vaccines, two of them now, that have come out directly because of President Trump's Operation Speed, Warp Speed. And the success of those two, one at 90 percent, one at 95 percent. Listen to his first words. This is an unmitigated success. It's an unmitigated success. Donald Trump created something that is an unmitigated success, meaning it can't be mitigated, meaning you can't complain about it. This is something that Donald Trump has done that is so good, that is so positive, that is going to change humanity for the better. This is something that was done flawlessly, and it's so perfect that CNN can't even find a way to spin it into a negative. CNN is forced forced to declare Operation Warp Speed and Donald Trump's reaction to the coronavirus for exactly what it is, an unmitigated success. And it wasn't just Jake Tapper. It was Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Yeah, no, no doubt. I mean, the pace of medical innovation has been forever changed. The pace of medical innovation has been forever changed. Think about that. The pace of medical what did he say? I forgot. I'm so excited. I forgot what he said. Yeah, no, no doubt. I mean, the pace of medical innovation has been forever changed. Yeah, what he said, the pace of medical innovation has been forever changed. Because of Joe Biden? No. Because of Barack Obama? Uh uh-uh. uh. Because of Nancy Pelosi or Chuck Schumer or Adam Schiff or Gavin Newsom or Andrew Cuomo? No. Because of Donald Trump and Mike Pence and Operation Warp Speed. I mean, three months. January 11th is when they got the sequence of this virus. By March 16th, two months later, uh, uh, shots were going into arms as part of these clinical trials. Okay, that's three months. When was the last time the government ever did anything in three months? When was the last? I'm still waiting for my concealed carry permit. It's been like three months. When was the last time the government was ever able to do something in three months? And here you have a a vaccine being tested from, hey, we got the strain in January to, hey, we're sticking needles in people's arms thinking this thing's going to work by March. And now here we are in November of the same year. This is the fastest vaccine in history. And as as he pointed out, Never before will medical science move as slow as it did. It has, it operation warp speed has changed not just our generation's lives, but think about the countless generations yet to come. I, I, I didn't, I couldn't believe it when I saw that pace. It typically takes, you know, years uh, to really get these vaccines approved. It'll be done within a year, so that that is worth celebrating. And now we have some early data uh, to be very optimistic about. That is worth celebrating. We can be optimistic now that the election is over And Joe Biden is supposedly going to be president now that we don't have to worry about Donald Trump tweeting for the next four years or insulting somebody that we're supposed to be, you know, doing business with. And as part of this new world order, now that we don't have to worry about Donald Trump calling us fake news for the next four years or locking up these kids in cages, supposedly, or hiding his tax returns or doing whatever it is Donald Trump did that we just didn't like now that we don't have to worry about that anymore. Let's start reporting the good news that Donald Trump did something miraculous. He did something incredible. He changed medical science forever. He saved millions and millions of lives. And, oh, yes, It was an unmitigated success. So all of the scientists, everyone behind this, all the way up to President Trump and Vice President Pence, congratulations on this great accomplishment. uh, We're obviously waiting for more news and for the vaccine to be available. Dr. Sanjay Gupta, thanks so much. Congratulations to President Trump? That Those were the words that came out of Jake Tapper's mouth. Now, could you imagine, could you imagine if leading up to the election, if leading up to the coronavirus outbreak, if if for the last four years, CNN had at any one point, any one point celebrated any of the major successes that Donald Trump had. Any of them, whether it was whether it was taking out uh, General Soleimani with one piece of weaponry and no American casualties, thus saving, again, thousands of people's lives from the terrorist activities that he would have perpetrated all around the globe. What if they would celebrated that success or what if they celebrated the success of his of his border wall, which was being built slower than usual? But that wasn't Donald Trump's fault. He was trying to get the money from Nancy Pelosi, who was holding on to clench that fist around her little purse of money that you put into it because you're the american taxpayer what if we've celebrated how big and bold donald trump had made the military or all of the peace deals what about the peace deals the peace deals between israel and bahrain the peace deals between israel and the uae what if we talked about the peace in the middle east which would have been again an unmitigated success and something that nobody not one president since israel came to be after world war ii has come even close to doing not one And Donald Trump did it. What if they talked about those successes for four years? How much different would this country be? How less divided would we be? How much more unified would we be? How much more positive would more Americans look at Donald Trump and say, hey, you know what? The tweets aren't so bad because here's a guy who's getting it done. In short, what if CNN had actually been reporting the news the entire time instead of just attacking the president on, on biased uh, and you I mean, totally unhinged, I mean, conspiracy theories about him and Russia. What if they'd done their job for four years instead of trying to undo an election? How much different, how much better would this country be? And now that they think the election's over, guess what they're doing? Reporting the news. And the news is that Donald Trump is a pretty gosh darn great president this is an unmitigated success yeah and you Jake Tapper are an unmitigated failure 8557651045 quick break more of the marques show on the way stay tuned This is the Markay Show. My name is Markay eight five five seven six five one zero four five. By the way, uh, we did. I ordered something really cool today that I'm really jazzed about for the Ho Ho Hold'em Celebrity Poker Tournament, which is coming up on December the third. It's a Thursday night here in Jacksonville. at mm-hmm. best bet, and we have full tables available. If you're interested in a full table, we only have five this year. In past years, we've had ten. Had to cut it in half. Don't blame me. Blame COVID nineteen. Uh, <laughs> but if you want a table, get in early. If you if you um, go to the link, you can buy a table. If you have tr- I know a couple of people called and just gave us their credit card information over the phone because oh, yeah. they wanted to get a table that way. No problem. We'll we'll get, we'll take your money somehow. But this is going to fill up fast. In fact, we only have one seat left, uh, one individual seat left at our Mark K show table, which features me, Hannah, and the other John.
1: And you have a pretty good chance of beating me because. I don't know how to play poker.
0: Hannah doesn't know anything about <laughs> anything about poker, but that's okay. Uh, but we ordered. Um, we're we're putting together little kits because here's the other thing with COVID nineteen. There are some requirements. For example, Best Bet requires everyone to wear a mask. Uh, also, just take it from me. You're sharing cards. You're passing chips around. You're gonna want some hand sanitizer, mm-hmm. and then of course sunglasses, which you, whenever you're playing poker, you can't let people see your eyes because that's a dead giveaway. Absolutely. Especially you. You I need know. to cover. You need to cover those eyes because they'll, they'll see right into your soul. So what we've done is I got a uh, draw. You know those little drawstring knapsacks that the kids love. Mm-hmm. You see them all the Like, TikTokers. The, like the sports kind of. Yeah, it's like a little sports bag. bag you put on your backpack to drawstring. Yeah, I got a really nice navy blue drawstring bags with the Mark K Show logo on it. Ooh. And we're going to fill that with all the stuff you need. Sunglasses, hand sanitizer, mask. So when you get to the poker tournament, not only do you get entry into the tournament where you could win one thousand dollars cash and the coveted Ho Ho Hold'em Celebrity Poker Tournament crystal trophy. Whoa, crystals. But you also get free food. There's dinner being served as part of your um, admission and open bar for two full hours. I think that's the best part. <laughs> plus the limited edition Mark K Show drawstring bag, which you can't get any. We can't even get it at the Mark K shop. Um, so that's very exciting. So that's another reason to go and register. K's dot com is where you go. And we'll put that link up in our uh, in our Facebook chat and in our YouTube chat as well. We'll um, we'll um, we'll we'll uh, what do you call it? Lock it in or pin it so that you can access it pretty easily, or you can just type in Kays Kids, kayes com. but get in there, because like I said, these tables, there's half as many, and they're going to go super fast. 855-765-1045. All right, let's talk to Debbie in Colorado, who wants to talk about the story I've been hearing a lot about. Hi, Debbie, how are you? I'm fine, how are you? Doing great, Debbie. Uh, what do you want to say?
1: Well, I read or I saw a video this morning, um, OAN reporting that the U.S. Army seized a server in Germany. Yeah. That shows the the Skydal data, shows Trump's landslide with 410 electoral
0: votes versus Joe's 128. What is Skydal data? Tell everyone what that is. I don't know what that is. Oh, okay. All right. I was hoping you did (laughs) because I don't even know. Yeah, I've seen this story a lot. People, it's, it's popping up everywhere. They're saying this, this, and that, and the other. Apparently, there's some server in germany but i'm not you know i i 'm not seeing it anywhere else other than o a n which is always you know not surprising at all but look nobody there is no doubt and there's so much uh, evidence pointing to the fact that this was not just a Trump win but a Trump landslide when you talk about the electoral votes had he won Wisconsin and Pennsylvania and Michigan which and which we all believe he did I mean everyone who was there, everyone who went to the rallies, everyone who voted we everyone who saw the 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 you know these these weird uh, nuances happen in the middle of the night. Just 130,000 votes, boom! All of a sudden, it's right there. All of these discrepancies uh, that that happened in this election point to a Donald Trump landslide, and that's something that the Democrats were wary about. It's something that they'd been planning for. They knew Joe Biden was a horrible candidate, you know. Well, they knew Joe Biden was the worst person to ever run for president. Well, how do you overcome that? Well, you overcome it with voter fraud. In fact, our good buddy Herman Cain, the last thing almost. Uh, That Herman Cain said to me before the the last time he was on the show, the last time we spoke, he was on the show and he said, we need to talk about voter fraud because that's going to be the biggest problem in our election. In fact, we should pull that clip because that guy knew what was up. Uh, And then the very last thing, he made a KKK joke about me and my two kids. But he, he made that joke a lot anyway. But that's exactly what happened. And Herman Cain knew it way back when. And Donald Trump knew it. I mean, he's been talking about voter fraud ever since they started mailing out ballots to people. And he got agita from the Democrats and from the media because, of course, that we can't let Donald Trump tell everyone how we're going to rig this election. But it, it is clear as as day. So uh so if if the Skydle data in a German server says Donald Trump won this election or if you've got Dominion voting machines that are deleting or swapping Donald Trump votes or if oh look we found 2600 votes in Georgia in this one little obscure county in Georgia and 800 of them uh, it gives Donald Trump 800 more votes in the final tally these are all things that need to be looked at because there's never been an election in history that had this much this much data pointing to the fact that there's something going on. There's something wrong. 855-765-1045. They're also saying it's on the Gateway Pundit, so we'll check that out and we'll get back to you. But, hey, thanks so much for calling. Uh, we really um, we really appreciate it. This is Mindy in Nevada. How are you doing, Mindy? Good. How are you doing? Oh, good. Uh, what did you want to say, Mindy?
1: Well, I just wanted to say that I live in rural Nevada, mm-hmm. and it's a decent-sized county, but... When you look at the map of Nevada, most of it's red, except for Las Vegas and Reno. And I don't think it's fair that they should get the majority of the voice when, you know, we've had even Trump rallies up here.
0: When you look at the majority uh, of the country, it's red. When you look at you yeah, know right. so there, I saw someone post it the other day, it was this map of the United States. It was all red, except for every major city, and I would say the top fifty cities in the country were little blue dots, and they said, Here's your blue tsunami or whatever it was, or your blue wave. It's it is look, I mean it is probably the most fair of the unfair systems that we have, but I think what I think what the problem is not that the votes are all that the Democratic votes are in these tiny pockets of Reno and uh, of Reno and, and Las Vegas. I think the problem is that's where all the counting is happening. If you ha- if you counted these votes instead of taking all the votes and, you know, driving them to Las Vegas and drive. Why don't we drive them all to the middle of nowhere, Nevada and drive them to Area 51 and let the people in the rural counties count them? Because I'll be honest with you, I trust you guys more. Eight, five, I don't trust anybody in Las Vegas, <laughs> I mean, That's why else do you think they have cameras everywhere you turn? You can't go to the bathroom in Las Vegas without being videotaped. Nobody trusts anybody in Las Vegas. Come on. Have you not seen Ocean's Eleven? 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Markay Show coming up on 104.5 WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Markay Show. This is the Mark K Show. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. Real quick, before we get to uh, before we get to the mail time, a couple more phone calls. I want to squeeze in. Linda's in Jacksonville. Hi, Linda. How are you? Oh, I'm fine, Mark. How are you? Oh, doing great. Thanks so much, Linda. What do you want to say? Okay, first time caller. Okay. My
1: question is on Newsmax last night, I heard that Uh, If you wanted to vote in the upcoming election, you only need to establish 30 days residence there in order to vote on the Senate
0: race. Yeah. It's changed from 90. Is that true? Uh, From what I understand, yes, it's only 30 days. And that's why Andrew Yang and the Yang gang decided that they're all going to move to Georgia. Uh, to try and influence this election um, in the runoff, which to me is first of all, this is another, and that's a great point that you bring that up, Linda, and I appreciate it this is this is another way that we can prove to you that the Democrats don't care about the United States of America I mean, we can we can go through their policy initiatives one by one, we can see how they want open borders how they want to, you know, to, to tear down all of our infrastructure and rebuild it in a way that's, that's green, they want to sell us out to China, they want to weaken our military they want to get rid of your rights, including uh, you know, your right to peaceably assemble They want to get rid of your right to bear arms. They want to get rid of your right to practice whatever religion you want. Uh, you know, they, there's so many ways that they are trying to dismantle the United States of America as we know it and destroy capitalism, which is the only reason that this country is so great in the first place. Um, and one of the proof, one of the reasons, and Andrew Yang probably could be one of the worst people in the entire world. First of all, this guy doesn't respect America. If you remember, uh, if you remember during the primaries, when everyone else was wearing an American flag lapel pin, he refused. He wore one that said math because apparently he pledges allegiance to math. Instead of the United States of America, he's a big he's not a big fan of the United States. He is a big fan of numbers, especially when those numbers mean, you know, putting money uh, in the Democrats pockets. So n- not a lot of respect for the guy anyway. On top of that, he announced publicly that he and his wife and his family and the, he's got the, the gang ba- or not the gang. Well, that's a Freudian slip. What are the, the Yang gang? <laughs> the the Yang, Yang, ba- gang. Yang gang, pardon me there. He's urging as many people in the Yang gang to go to Georgia And stay with friends, move in, whatever, because, as you pointed out, there's only a 30 day uh, residency requirement before you can request your ballot or before you can vote in the Georgia runoff. And this is the most anti-democratic Anti-American thing ever, because the people who legitimately live in Georgia, who work in Georgia, who try to send their kids to school in Georgia, the people who were born and bred in Georgia, the people that move there and want to live the rest of their lives in Georgia, the people in that state have the right, as granted to them by the Constitution, to decide who represents them in the United States Congress, they have the right to decide who their two senators are going to be, just like everyone else in every other state. Not even know where the Yang Gang Bang lives, but if they're in, if they're in California, then they get to vote. They can get their representation there. They have no right moving across the state to try to influence the representation in Georgia. Those are for the Georgians to say. You know, that you stick, this is, these people are supposed to go to Washington DC and fight for us. Get money for our schools, get money for our military, get money for our special works projects. We want somebody who's going to go to the United States of American Senate, to the uh, U.S. Senate. We need somebody who's going to go to the U.S. Senate, two people, and fight for Georgia. And what they're trying to do is bring the influence of California and New York and Colorado and, and wherever these people come from. They're trying to steal steal these two senate races from georgia and that's first of all it's voter fraud second of all it's just un-american these people don't like you they don't like the constitution and they are working every single angle to undermine your ability to vote and choose your own representation and if they can't do it with mail-in ballots or voter fraud or dominion software they're just gonna get in their cars drive in and say hey screw you georgia this is too important to us in california you know, we need to make sure that we need to make sure that Roe versus Wade isn't overturned or that we can pack the Supreme Court. So we are basically negating your election because this time around, you don't get to choose your own representation. The Gang gang's going to choose it for you. Great point, though. Thanks so much for calling. And we are following that Georgia election very closely, and we will be reporting on that. We're going to go to Georgia. We're going to talk to people in Georgia. We're going to broadcast from Georgia. If you know someone in Georgia, you have to let them know that this election is crucial and that there are usurpers coming in from all over the country to try and twist it and turn it and get it to go away that Georgia does not want it to go. We have a pretty good idea. In this runoff election, who's ahead? We have a pretty good historical inkling of how this election is going to go, and so do the Democrats. And they can't have it because they don't care about Georgia. They don't care about you. If, you, if you're, in, if you're in, 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 where are you? If you're in Macon right now, or if you're in Savannah, or if you're in, in Brunswick, Georgia, or St. Mary's, they don't care about you. They only care about controlling every branch of this government. So they're going to come in and steal this election from the people who need these senators working for them. Just remember that next time you vote. For a Democrat. All right, it's it's mail time. Yay! We've ranted and raved uh, long enough. Let's get to some mail time show. We? Here we go.
1: You already know what time it is. It's the Mark K Show Mail time. Now
0: wait no further. It's your host, Mark K. Oh yay. Thank you. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. All right. So we periodically get mail. We got a big stack of it today and it's mm-hmm. heavy. And one we actually have had for like three weeks and I've neglected it. I took it home. It's for and- Amy. It's from, it's from Amy. It's from Amy. And, yeah, Amy uh, Amy sent us this a long time ago. And, Amy, I'm sorry that it took me so long to bring it in. But here it is, the big moment that we've all been waiting for. Amy sent us uh, a little note that says, Hi, Mark, Josh, and Hannah. I thought you would enjoy these keychains. They are from my Etsy store. Aww. Amy... Something crafty gifts. Amy Loose's crafty. G- oh, we'll put we'll pin that. Um, I really like your show and videos. Enjoy Amy Loost from Etsy. Look, and she made us these these keychains. There's three of them, so I guess oh
1: oh gosh, uh, you don't break them. In I didn't break They're not they're not breakable.
0: They're keychains. Look, this is great. It says Trump. 2020, and there's red, white, and blue oh, I love stars. It. Isn't that so nice? Do
1: you think Josh will put it on his keychain?
0: Nah, there's one for me. I'll put it on. There's one for you. I like that. Uh, two for me. So there is we go. Amy? This is, Josh Amy. This is out today when he gets back. Amy, thank you so much, and we will uh here Hannah pin that in the Facebook okay. chat so people can go check out Amy's, Amy's Etsy store. Yay! That that is so sweet of you. All right, next we have uh we have this thing. It looks like. It's from Hudson Goods in Tinton Falls, That
1: might just be Spam that, New Jersey. I, that I gave you. I'm not sure.
0: What do you mean you gave me Spam? I
1: don't know. It felt like a magazine.
0: Oh, you think it's just a magazine? Possibly. It appears to be a book. Trump, a cookbook for the political appetite. Lock her up raw oysters. I'm oh, just kidding. <laughs> oh, look at this. <laughs> That's I, awesome. Somebody wrote me about this. Judy Miller. Uh, oh, is the author? Look, it's an illustrated cookbook featuring conservative recipes like Build That Wall Layer Cake. Nancy Pelosi let them eat ice cream, (laughs) low IQ Maxine Waters pecan pie, creepy Joe Biden hand pies. That sounds disgusting. Uh, Believe me, it's not chocolate. Al Frankenstein rice crispy treats, 1% Biden rice pudding and shifty shift lemon chiffon pie. Wow. This is fantastic. That's wonderful. I love it. All right, we'll make some of these recipes. And we'll, uh, who is this from? This is from, oh, here we go. Hi, Mark. My sister and I took the time during COVID to publish a book on Amazon, Trump, a cookbook for the political appetite. I wrote the book. My sister did all the illustrations. Hopefully, you can give us a mention on your show. Thank you, brother and sister team, Carl Miller and Judy Miller. Guys, thank you so much. There you go. Look at this. Trump, uh, a cookbook for the political appetite. I may make some of these recipes. Yes, do that. Isn't that great? That's a great job. That's a great job. All right, here we go. go. Let's see. We have some time for... Couple more. This is from. Oh, I know what this is. Do you? Yes. This is from Tammy Aaron. Uh, I know exactly what this is. I've been waiting for this. This is me- very exciting. I right? have to be very careful with it because.
1: Yeah, I feel like you're going to like slice through something. Uh, yeah,
0: I'm, eventually one day I'm just going to destroy Oh, I know it. I know what it is. I see it. This is something that I was promised. This is. Look at this. Ready? You're not going to know what this is at all. Excuse me. But you. I'm going to tell you. No, I know. I'm going to tell you. I know for a fact because you're only like 12 years old. But look, this is. An autographed photo. Hold on. Autographs before selfies. People got autographs. It's when you ask somebody for their... Yeah. Look, this is to Mark K. Keep up the great work. Trump 2020. Tammy Arian. This is the original Pippi Longstocking.
1: Um, I was Pippi Longstocking when I was six. Oh, happy. really? Yeah. Well, this
0: is the original one.
1: Oh, gee. Look at that. And I
0: think she listens to the show online and she said, look, she looks fantastic, doesn't she? She does. She looks great. That's amazing. If you're a big Pippi Longstocking fan, we have to frame this and put this in, uh, in my new office. In my new that office, I, yes. That I come to Th- Tammy, thank you so much. That is awesome. And then this one this is our last one it's from Kevin David. And it's very, very. It looks very, very heavy. It's heavy and well packaged. I'm going to just see if I can slice it. It'll take a couple slices there's a lot of tape on it let's see it's like rocks i think he sent us rocks cuz we rock i don't know i don't know <laughs> i don't know. what is this it's some kind of who sends rocks through the mail i don't know oh no it's it's not rocks
1: what is it, I don't,
0: is it it's some goods? kind of some kind of it's like a bag of some kind of brittle i think it's cookies there's no card oh wait there's a card no nope, that's not it <laughs> There's no card or anything. Just. Alright, uh, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the bag of. Whatever... What are. It smells like it's brittle. Some kind of. It smells like caramel and.
1: Maybe it's like almond roca?
0: Hannah, take a bite of this. Tell me what's in it. I'm... Mm. Just take a small bite. Okay. Okay, <laughs> okay good. Just let me know. Take a bite and. We'll see how, see if you, see if you're okay. It's leaking. It's leaking? I may have have gone a little too deep with the knife. Anyway, listen, thank you, everybody. We appreciate all your mail time gifts. We do this every Tuesday. If you want to send us something, here's how you do it. If you want to
1: send us something, go ahead and send that to 11700 Central Parkway, Jacksonville, Florida, 32224. Y'all come back now, you hear? have a very strange way of saying thank you to this country for all she has given them
0: yeah i, I meaning <laughs> was, it, was spitting in her face Eight five five 765 i'm telling you the modern democratic party this this the joe biden uh you know the, the people that are they're that being represented um, by his party they're probably they could be one of the biggest threats to america we've ever had and I'm including, I'm including World War II, World War I, you know, and ISIS, um, all these people. They could be one of the biggest threats to the United States of America that we've ever faced. But the good news is the people in the United States of America seem to understand it. When you look back at all the elections, again, I don't know if you know this or not, but Nancy Pelosi uh, sent out a memo. Nancy Pelosi sent out a memo to all of the remaining Democrat House of Representative Representatives, all the representatives, in the house, and there's fewer of them because they lost a bunch of races. So because they lost all these races, their numbers are dwindling. They still have the majority, but only by a handful. And when a new administration comes into the White House, where do they look for administration officials? Where do they look for cabinet members? Where do they look for heads of state and appointees? Well, they go to their they go to their uh, friends. And where are their friends? Their friends are in the Senate and their friends are in the House of Representatives. And Nancy Pelosi has managed to dwindle. The Democrats majority in the House of Representatives so much that if five or six of them go and leave and take positions in the Biden cabinet, she's afraid that those seats could flip to Republican and they could lose the majority in the House. So she's now telling everyone, for the love of God, if Joe Biden calls you and offers you a position in his cabinet, don't answer the phone. We need everybody. We need everybody we could get here in the House of Representatives. 855-765-1045. Carolyn in Pennsylvania. Hi, Carolyn. How are you? I'm pretty good. Thank you. How are you? Oh, doing great. Thanks so much for calling. we got about a minute or so left, Carolyn. Now, what do you want to say today?
1: Well, um, I just wanted to know, where is the best uh, news station? Um, You know, there's so many lies out there, mostly by Democrats. Yeah. Uh, Of course, you know, I'm a Trump fan. I think he's done a great job. Mm Mm-hmm and i'm eighty three years old, and I just could never imagine anything like this ever happening in my lifetime
0: no yeah i don't you know what i'm i'm forty six years old and I couldn't imagine it happening in my lifetime either it's you know It's very interesting where you go for news because it's it's really a changing landscape. A lot of people like Newsmax and I'm not just saying that because I have a show on there five thirties uh, PM on Saturdays, which you're welcome to check out, but they like, you know, that they're more fair and balanced than even Fox News is. OAN, a lot of people are a big fan of. They're just not as, uh, you know, as widespread as some of these others. People still like Fox News in the evening, Tucker Carlson announcing, hey, not only am I not leaving Fox News, but I'm expanding my footprint with new projects. That doesn't mean that the rest of the day isn't still going to be biased and that Neil Cavuto not going to be cutting out of Kayleigh McEnany's coverage because he doesn't like it. So, you know, I... You either you got to take a little bit of everything and try to really, really think and formulate your own opinion and think to yourself, don't just take watch whatever news you want, but don't take it with a grain of salt. You can watch CNN, you can watch MSNBC, you can watch ABC, but don't take it at face value. Listen, see what they say, and then sit back and think about it and say, does that seem true or does that seem like a big steaming pile of B.S.? I, you know, it's a lot more work. You used to just be able to trust the news. Now you actually got to think about it. And I think that's why that people don't like to do that. Eight five five We're out. We'll be back tomorrow for whatever you want. Wednesday, in the meantime, keep it locked right here for Traffic Weather News and Rush Limbaugh. It's next on 104.5 WOKB.